You are listening to your home for Michigan Athletics, 88.3 WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Located from the web at WCBN.org. And all his box a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that? And all his box a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike. And this here, Pandora's Lunchbox, is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. So much going on now with students coming back to town, so many events gearing up, including tomorrow the Artscapade at the University of Michigan Museum of Art, or UMA. It's going to be an event at the University of Michigan Museum of Art from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. tomorrow with live music and performances, WCBN DJs, mind you, dance, poetry, film, games, prizes, and a variety of art-making activities all at the U of M Museum of Art on the corner of South University and State. What better opportunity to go back in time two years and talk about Italian food? Did that make sense to you? Me neither. But nonetheless, it had a fun show a couple of years ago about pasta fagioli or pasta fazool or perhaps yota. It's hard to know what I'm saying really, but let's take a trip back into time. And aside from a couple of things, well, Mars did not do the last show. You may hear me saying Mars did the last show, but she doesn't do the sports show. But you'll hear her and I'll be telling her that she did the last show and did a fine job with it. I'll also be saying that I just visited Omaha, when in fact I will be visiting Omaha very soon. Aside from both of those things, here comes pasta fagioli, pasta fazool, yota, all in your face and in your ears. Goes a little something like this. Let's uh, get the Time Machine theme song deal going in and uh, join me back in time in a dish of pasta fagioli. every time I have half a mind to leave you, It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is a show about food and culture and music and food, usually, for the most part, except when it isn't. But sometimes, like tonight, that's exactly what it's about. Pasta fagioli, pasta fazool. I forgot what the secret password of today's show is, but uh, let me see if we can get a clue on that from uh, Louis Prima and uh, Sam Butera. What do you think? Come on, man. <laughs> they told us where, and off we went. And when we got there, it was a tent. We gave the word. And we gave the word, and they let us in. And all we did was give some skin. But we kept cool and We were scared and Pasta fazol. The password was pasta fazol. 
Or is it pasta fazool or pasta fagioli? It all depends, really, what t- part of Italy you're from or or where, where you sit at the table, perhaps. But uh, this is a dish popular all over Italy in different variations, and it came to mind because I recently visited my folks in Italy. <laughs> I wish I was in Italy. I visited my folks in Omaha, Nebraska, though, some fine Italian restaurants there indeed. But, yes, I visited them in Omaha, Nebraska. My dad was born in Trieste, Italy. In 1951, as a teenager, he came over. He and his sister and brother and parents came over to the U.S., settled in Buffalo, New York to start with, and eventually made their way through Michigan and into Omaha, Nebraska. And I got to talking about a dish, pasta fagioli. Pasta fagioli, if I understand correctly, means simply pasta and beans. But there are many variations, and I got to talking with my dad about some of those variations. I know when we had pasta fagioli growing up in our house, it was, first of all, I guess there are different ways of doing it. It was uh, almost thick like a casserole when we had it. I've also had it prepared a little, like more like a soup-ish thing. But up in Trieste, there was yet another way that your mother made it, right? Well, it was actually more, more like my, my grandmother. See, my grandmother is actually Austrian. <clears throat> so in the, in, since I am in the far northeast of Italy, the the population there uh, uh, came from different parts. So some were Italian from way back, but many came from Austria, which is just a few hundred miles away, and they, or, or Slovenia or, or or Croatia, which is a Slavic-speaking country. And, they, and in fact, my both my grandmothers are not Italian, and they, we're not Italian. Uh, my my mother's mother was Austrian. <clears throat> she actually could not speak any Italian until she got married. And uh, and my grandfather had to teach her Italian. And um, the other one uh, was from Croatia. They one of it, since there is a big uh, Austrian influence, and then what we were doing instead of using pasta, which is kind of spaghetti-like stuff, then they were using instead sauerkraut. Which is very kind of very odd, but they actually sauerkraut they, instead of pasta. Instead of pasta, and there was sauerkraut and fagioli. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of it. <clears throat> no, I don't know what they called. No, no, they they actually they had a name, and they called it yota, which I, I have no idea what the origin is. Uh-huh. But that was basically um, something a bean soup with uh, sauerkraut instead of being a bean soup with pasta. And, uh, and, and even different parts of Italy, uh, <coughs> there is a difference in, in, the, in the way of being done. First of all, uh, I come from uh, the, the pork hock is uh, absolutely necessary. Uh, but in the more southern in Italy, they didn't, they're completely meatless. And they, they do use beans, and uh, maybe they may use some other vegetables, and they use spaghetti. I I never seen the pasta fagioli with spaghetti for us, but without the kind of pasta, you know. And uh, uh, then the normally the uh, it is a the soupy consistency, and uh, but if you put too much pasta, it will thicken. That's basically the, the pasta causes the thickening, and and it is almost like like you said, there was a casserole. Mm-hmm. And I remember growing up. We had it a, almost a casserole-like uh, uh, texture, and it had elbow macaroni, I think, in it. Yeah, 
And the <clears throat> well, I I happen to have had some left over by that. But didn't dare uh, offering it to you because it was getting a little bit too friendly. <laughs> and uh, but I I was able to remove uh, the friendly taste <laughs> from that. And I had some pasta for joy. And that that particular one, I and I ran out of it. Uh, of the pasta part, and uh, uh, so I put some linguine that I had left over. But usually that's something which is added after the the stuff is cooked. But I had, and I did not have it with the pork hock, but I had it with the ham, uh, which uh, for Easter. And uh, so uh, that th- that's one way, especially to to use up the bone, you know, uh, like a ham bone. So. Pork hock, ham bones, uh, very much the same, same thing. I want to try the version with sauerkraut sometime. Well, I, I really don't know. I, I, I've not had it since I, I left Italy, so I'm not. You cannot give any recommendation to what pro- proportion. I would say, the best thing to do is to make uh, the, the a bean soup with no uh, pasta in, <clears throat> and then try to put a little bit of sauerkraut. And mix it, heat it up, and see how it is. I would start with maybe a couple, one or two tablespoons at the most at the beginning. But uh, the sauerkraut was actually giving enough taste. The one that my grandma used to make, there was a totally different taste from the the Italian style. Having a chat with my dad recently, and happy to share that with you, my father, Mr. Fulvio Perini. If you're there, Dad, I'm waving hi. Should I wave west? I should wave west. I'm not sure what direction west is in the WCBN studio. I'm not sure if it's toward the LP stacks or the CDs. I'm not sure. But this is Pandora's Lunchbox and my dad talking about pasta fagioli in other parts of Italy called pasta fazul or sometimes pasta fazula, which is the name of a song we're going to hear in just a moment from 1927. In the meantime, uh, Mars was just doing the Mighty Fine show before this one and... uh, Mars, you have some experiences with uh, pasta fagioli yeah. or pasta fazul. Did you have a particular... So my father's from Abruzzi, from the south, so I don't know that you could be rich enough to have meat in your pasta fagioli. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, it was a typical Saturday thing. The meat was for Sunday. And uh, in our household, we've started the tr- tradition of doing it Christmas Eve, which is kind of the fasting you know, time before Christmas. Oh, okay. Uh, do you remember uh, particulars about the recipe for that? Um, my aunts make it like with kind of an egg noodle. You know, okay. They make that kind of pasta. At home, we use ditalini. And um, the beans, of course, are a big source of contention, right? Mm. Uh, I recommend a movie called Big Deal on Madonna Street. Oh, I don't know that one. They're even from farther south. Uh, and they have pasta ceci, which is garbanzo beans. Oh, okay. So, uh, but I like cannellini. I don't know about you. I actually haven't had pasta fagioli in a while, and so I actually had a soup-like texture of pasta fagioli um, in the last few years. I, I just want to go to a place, I want to go to a pasta, pasta fazula, like uh Lollapalooza pasta oh, fazula, yeah. and just there should be a Lollapalooza yes. pasta fazula where you get to try 80 different variations. It, honestly, with beans, it's like those chili cook-offs. You could right. have hundreds of uh, recipes. Ann Arbor. Sauerkraut, pork, I'm, I'm just stunned. You know, we, Ann Arbor, we need to do this. We need to block off several blocks of Main Street 
uh, and have a uh, Lollapalooza Pasta Fazula celebration. I'm there. Yeah. With a spoon. With a spoon. And, and we could have a giant spoon to uh, celebrate that. Something like that. And we could parade a giant spoon and have a Pasta Fazula Lollapalooza parade. And there is something hot that we put on our Pasta Fagioli called Sughetto Sauce. <laughs> it's okay. oil with uh, pepper flakes and garlic. Mm, that sounds lovely. It's a little, little spice. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Mars, for your uh, reflection thank you, Mike. on that. So we're, what we're going to hear now is a song from 1927. I don't know that these folks are uh, authentic in any way, except that they're authentic vaudevillians. Uh, they were an American songwriting duo of Van and Schenck, and they did a song called Pasta Fazula in 1927, mentioning people in the song, including uh, Babe Ruth, who had, his, had hit his 60th home run the previous year, uh, also singer John McCormick, and several other people, and I guess Mussolini gets thrown in there. So... Uh, could be quite the uh, antipasto pasta fazula kind of a thing going on here. So here are uh, Van and Schenk, and this is Pasta Fazula on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Well, I just have a nice big Italian meal. You eat spaghetti? No, no, you fool. I have big plate of pasta vazool. Pasta vazool? What does that mean? That's noodles with navy beans. Oh, something to eat, eh? A very good dish. You fool with me, John. You know gabbish? Pasta vazool. That's the stuff you want to eat. Pasta vazool. That's a juice that can be beat. First antipasto, that's an appetizer fine. And when you finish some Italian wine, pasta vazula, make it thin to make you fat. Pasta vazula, like it is, like that. If you want to be a great big chic, have a new gal every week. Don't be a fool, eat pasta vazool. What makes Babe Ruth strong with the fat? And makes a little jockey skinny like that? What makes the laney think that he knows how to fight? Pasta vazool, cause he eats them every night. What makes Ty Cobb get the umpire's gold? Isabella say Columbus take a boat. What makes a whopper race big family? What made Lindbergh fly across the sea? Pasta vazula, that's a very good to eat. Pasta vazula, that's a never can be beat. First any pasta, that's an appetizer fine. And when you finish. Some Italian wine, pasta vazula, make a weaker man strong. Pasta vazula, make you live very long. If you got a kids, two, three, four, and you think you like to have a couple of more, don't be a fool. Eat pasta Don't be a fool. Eat pasta fazool. And what's that song by Outcast Go? What's cooler than being cool? Pasta fazool. I think that's how it goes. 
It's Pandora's Lunchbox. Thank you, Mars, for stopping by and letting us know about that movie. Uh, oh, no, I forgot the name already. Uh, Big Deal on Madonna Street, I think is the name of it. Yes. So got to check out Big Deal on Madonna Street to school myself. To school myself on Pasta Fazul. Right. So Pasta Fazul and Pasta Fagioli, depending on what part of Italy you're talking about. Uh, a Tuscan recipe I found on about.com has uh, dried cannellini beans, garlic, rosemary, mm, olive oil, pancetta, or prosciutto. Uh, and they mentioned ditaloni, which are the pasta that Mars was just mentioning, described here as small elbows or half-inch long, quarter-inch diameter rings. Sounds like a Pentagon uh, rule there. They have to have uh, half-inch long, quarter-inch diameter rings, or they're not... They don't fit the Pentagon uh, specifications. Salt and pepper to taste, and one cup of croutons. All in this version of pasta fagioli or pasta fazool. They give you both options. <laughs> you can eat from either side of the bowl and decide how you want to pronounce it. Also on the website, uh, about.com, I found something else very interesting talking about Yota. My father just a moment ago was talking about the variation in northern Italy where they substitute pasta and take out the pasta and put in sauerkraut instead. And this person was talking about how they went to the Italian city of... I'm trying to find the sentence here. Here, follow me as we follow the map of the screen that I'm on. They went to a place in the north called Friuli, yes. Now, they offer a number of unusual dishes, they say, that simply don't exist outside of the region. In the past, mentioning bravada, that's one thing that they've had, pickled turnips, and also they went to, this person went to a wine show, asked about local cuisine in Friuli, which is, by the way, about three hours north of Trieste, where my father was born, also in northern Italy. The waitress sized me up and then suggested yota. What is it, I asked. Bean and barley soup with sauerkraut, came the answer, and I tried it. The contrast between the sweetness of the beans and the sourness of the cabbage is extremely interesting, and the texture is pleasing. I liked it, though it is a little odd if one is used to the simple pasta fagioli made in Tuscany. It also provides another example of how variable Italian cooking can be. A white winemaker uh, told this person that Yota is originally from Trieste, where my father was born, where it's made with beans and sauerkraut. However, in Gorizia, which is a half-hour's drive to the northwest, they add barley to the mix. In Cormons, I hope that's the pronunciation. If it's not dad, I apologize. I hope you will speak to me again. They use bravada rather than sauerkraut. And her husband says that in his hometown, just a few miles from there, it's completely unknown. There are known knowns, and there are unknown knowns, and then there's unknown pasta fagioli, and it's all there. Just need to look at it and follow your nose. It always knows the flavor of Pandora's Lunchbox. virtual mic from 2014 AD for holding down the fort there. A show about pasta fagioli, pasta fazool, and simultaneously possibly yota if there's sauerkraut in it. 
It's just about 10 minutes to 7 already. Arwolf is behind me. He's behind you. He's behind us all the way, and he's going to help us at 7 o'clock with his show, Face the Music. All songs started by, all songs sung by people named Joe, is that correct? Yes, musicians named Joe. Musicians named Joe, all starting at 7 o'clock, so don't miss that, Joe. A uh, little snippet of surf music you heard was the wonderfully named Cat on a Hot Foam Board by the New Dimensions. Apropos of nothing and yet everything, here is a song about food, shockingly enough. This is Julia Lee, and this particular song is called, well, Do You Want Food? Do You Want It? want it baby come and get it better get it while it's hot do you want it why don't you act like it cause i got a lot everybody comes from miles around cause they know i got the hottest hash in town do you want it baby come and get it you gotta get it while it's hot do you want it well come on and get it you gotta get it while it's hot do you want it why don't you act like it i sure got a lot I got a special sale on stew, written guarantee it'll satisfy you. Do you want it, baby? Come and get it. You gotta get it while it's hot. Now, do you want it? Come and get it. You gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? I sure got a lot. Wine is wine, water is water. Look what you can get for just a quarter. Want a baby? Come on and get it. You gotta get it while it's hot. want it come on and get it gotta get it while it's hot do you want it why don't you act like it cause i sure got a lot you can have anything you wish but i'd like for you to try some of my fish do you want it baby come and get it gotta get it while it's hot do you want it come on and get it you gotta get it while it's hot do you want it? Why don't you act like it? Cause I sure got a lot. I got string beans, onions, potatoes, and garlic. If you eat that, it won't give you the colic. Do you want it, baby? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? I sure got a lot. The shortest thing about a hog is his grunt. The best thing about my joint is my hash. Do you want it, baby? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. I'm selling hash, and that's no trash. Mighty good, so lay it on the wood. Do you want it, baby? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. It's a miracle rhyming grunt with hash. How does she do it? That's Julia Lee, and do you want it? From her album, A Proper Introduction to Julia Lee. Lovely, 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 lovely there. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, and a whole lot of stuff is happening, some of which, well, food is actually all over everything. Did you know that? The Arts, Beats, and Eats Festival is coming to Royal Oak this weekend. It's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Monday being Labor Day already. So many performers, including Joan Jett and Junior Junior and the Twist and Tarantulas, Importantly, also, 
with Ornetta Davis. So that that's, looks mighty good. Importantly, on Monday, the Polish Muslims, who have many, many fine songs where they managed to take perfectly good songs and turn them into songs about food that are actually perfectly good. Songs about kielbasa, songs about punchki. How many artists have songs about punchki, I ask you? The Polish Muslims from Hamtramck are going to be playing Saturday at 9 p.m. in Royal Oak, Arts, Beats, and Eats. The best news I've heard for them in my entire life this week, that Monday at 3.30 p.m. at Arts, Beats, and Eats is going to be a, a Michigan klezmer band called Klezuntite. Is that the best news you've ever heard, Arwolf? That is just exciting. Klezuntite. Excuse me. Bless you. So also Arts, Beats, and Eats in downtown Royal Oak. Also the wonderful Detroit Jazz Festival, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And if you go to WCBN-FM and its very own webpage here, wcbnfm.org slash events slash concerts, you can find out about both of those events, the Detroit Jazz Festival and Arts, Beats, and Eats. There are links to those websites. I have to get this on the site, too. This is also coming up, the Hamtramck Labor Day Festival featuring Black Murda playing Monday at 9 p.m. on Labor Day. Venus Wolfchild is playing Ancient Language, JP from the HP, Anna Ash, and lots of other people. And this is another song, you know, I, th- I think we're going to have to go out on this beautiful song here in just a moment. Uh, first, here's something very important to know. From Vancouver, Washington, the AP, a man known as the Bad Apple Culprit has been not able to stop at just one apple, the Clark County Sheriff's Office says someone has been periodically tossing apples on roofs. Sometimes the culprit leaves a note, as was the case when he recently struck a home in Hazel Dell. In the note, the culprit claimed he targeted five homes, three apples per house. He also wrote of his experience tossing apples at homes across the Columbia River in Portland, Oregon. He says Portland might be the best place on earth for a hooligan riding a bicycle with a backpack full of apples. Says here that's because there are bicyclists everywhere and it's easy to get lost in the neighborhoods. Deputies have released a surveillance image of the culprit in hopes the public can find him and identify the bad apple culprit. Anything but bad apples. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Welcome to all the students, some of us who are older than you, which is going to be a lot of us including me. Uh, Some of these students are one-third my age. It blows my mind. Perhaps we will seem kind of not as fast to you as you are. Perhaps we will seem like this couple right here. But hey, it's all very normal. You'll get used to it. You will become one of us. You will be assimilated, and you will like it. So, Arulf and Face the Music in just a moment. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Here are... Thurston Howell III, also known as Jim Backus, and unidentified friend. And this is delicious. We're like this, really. Ooh, we're gonna have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's a cold table, isn't it? (laughs) And champagne, my dear. (laughs) Mm, 
delicious. <laughs> Like it? Hmm? Delicious. I like it too. <laughs> yes, I do like it. <laughs> <laughs> you want some more? Delicious. <laughs> I knew you'd like it. You always. <laughs> Delicious. Oh, have some more. Get the waiter and. Thanks, Mike. Such a, a wonderful program this evening. You know, hearing your dad talk about food made me very hungry. Hungrier than I was when I walked in here. Anything can happen when you listen to WCB on FM Ann Arbor. We're a student-run, community-connected, truly alternative radio broadcasting from the University of Michigan. And it's 7 o'clock time for Face the Music. Uh, sort of an historical dipstick core sample approach to radio. Tonight I'm covering a range of uh, music dating from the years 1922 all the way up to 1977. And once again, it's Joe time. This is another Joe show. The last couple of weeks I had... I think entirely songs um, that had one thing or another to do with Joe's of uh, every description. And beginning this evening and going for a few more weeks, I think, we'll have Joe's and Joe's. There'll, there'll be a, the occasional Joe tune, but most of these recordings simply involve musicians named Joe. I want to dedicate this to anyone named Joe, and most emphatically, most particularly, the remarkable Mahavishnu Joe, 
Good evening, Joe. This show is for you. Opening with a record from 1922, this is the band that backed 